Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Mastering College to Career Podcast. I am your host, Daniel Botero, and in this podcast, we help college students just like you get internships and job offers from top companies. In this podcast, we explore topics such as networking, interviewing, resume writing, and many other topics that will get you those jobs. Not only do I speak on these topics myself, but I also interview other subject matter experts, including CEOs, university presidents, and Fortune 500 executives. We also interview college students just like you in the hopes that you can relate to their stories and learn from their journey. So if you're a college student looking to get ahead, look no further and welcome to the Mastering College to Career podcast. All right, so before we get started, I want to take a couple of seconds to tell you about the Mastering College to Career Academy. The Academy is a mentoring program that helps college students land the jobs of their dreams before they graduate. In this academy, I will teach you application hacks that will automatically help you beat over 90% of all other job applicants, networking tactics that will give you access to the hidden job market where over 80% of jobs are filled, interview techniques that will practically guarantee you make it through every round of the interviews and win the offer. And I will also connect you with my network of thousands of HR professionals and hiring managers that love hiring my students. So if you're interested in learning more about this program, just send me a message and let's see if the Academy is a good fit for you. All right, welcome back to this episode of the Mastering College to Career Podcast. And today we have a mentee success story and we have Pukraj Man in the show today. And he is an industrial engineer at Thermal Fisher. And I'm really excited to have him on the show, talk about his experience and talk about it. But without further ado, man, how are you doing? I'm doing great. I'm excited to be on. I'm excited to, to talk a little about what, what's been going on. So what has been going on, man? How has this 2020 been treating you? <laughs> uh, it was definitely rough, and I think most people are in the same boat. Um, I, was, I was a senior in college, and so I was like, all right, this is my last semester. I set it up, so like, I'd gotten all my hard credits out of the way, and I was like, this is going to be a great last semester. And then come March, it's like, psych, all your senior events cut off, everything cut off. You know, all, and a lot of, not, not only for myself, but all those job things that uh, you know, yeah, you had lined up. Like I did actually have like some work stuff lined up. Uh, they're all like just immediately put on hold. So like everything was just kind of thrown out the window. And I was like, man, like what what is going on? And so that that happened, you know, because of COVID. And so like you know, it definitely got thrown a curveball out there. And so when you graduated, what was your job strategy like? So. When I applied for an internship the year before, my job strategy was simple. I was like, okay, I have a decentest resume, right? And I'm just going to throw it out there. And I think I applied to over 100 jobs and I landed one, right? Great. I did it. I did the whole 1% deal. And so I was like, okay, I just have to do the same thing, right? And I started and I continued. And, you know, I, I, I feel like I had a slightly more selective this time. I was like, okay, well, I, I like some of these companies and I like this. But then as it kept going, I was just, same thing, applying, applying. And I was like, okay, this might work in maybe normal situations, but I was in a pandemic. And I was like, I was like, this, there's got to be a better way. Like I was an industrial engineer, you know, I look at these processes and I'm doing this and I'm like, like, I'm like, something's wrong with me. Like I'm doing the same thing. It's not working. Like, like it's just applying over and over again to random jobs online that kind of, that I fit the description for, like something is off. It just, it wasn't working. 
And so what changed, you know, like, let's talk about it. So that wasn't working. How did you come across my mentoring program? I think I was actually scrolling through Instagram and I saw an ad of yours. Yeah. I saw it. And I, at first, like I've, I've seen like ads for all types of programs and stuff. Cause yeah. you know, when, when you're a college student, right, you, you do programs, you do courses here and there. So I was like, okay, this might be just another thing, but I was like, you know what? I might as well look at it, right? Like what's the harm? And so I looked at it. I kind of read through it and I was like, Hmm, this, this one has, this one seems to have a little more substance to it. And so I did a little bit more research. I looked, uh, I looked at what you guys are offering and I was like, this is, I, I think this actually has some value. That's when I scheduled that, um, you guys were just a free, like, uh, yeah, just a little session. Me, and, yeah. and, uh, I think, I think we talked and I was like, this, this could be like, I was thinking, I remember looking at the price and I was like thinking how much I could make as an engineer. potentially, yeah. And I was like, this could probably be the best return on investment. And probably the best part was, I think, at least something that made me feel secure is that if it doesn't work, you guys are like, hey, no worries, you know, in 30 days or whatever, you get the money back guaranteed. So I was like, there's like, what's working right now, what's, what I'm doing right now is not working, right? Mm -hmm. There's no risk of doing this. And the reward is like a job. Like th this seems like a no brainer to me. So once I kind of, once I talked to you, once I looked stuff, I was like, this seems like the good, the, the, the next path to go on. Yeah, no, and I'm so glad you did. So like you joined the program and I obviously, you know, like I definitely hate that applying online approach. Like probably the, the you probably saw a meme on Instagram where I talk about this, the, the scroll truth. That talks oh yeah, about, yeah, <laughs> it's such a good meme too. It's such a good meme. It talks about like the, like after 15 years, you, you realize the secret is to stop applying online. And like, I get so much hate on that, but people just don't understand like why I'm such against, it's not that I am, it's not that you don't need to apply online is that you do will eventually need to submit your application online, but you can't just submit your application and just give up. You really have to do the networking part and the, the relationship part. And so when I, when I was telling you in the pro, like when, when you're in the mentoring program and, and it, whether it's through the modules or through the group coaching calls and I say, stop applying online, really have a focused approach. Like what were your thoughts? Um, that, that really kind of rung true with me. I was like, Oh, this, this makes so much more sense. Cause if you think of this, just kind of like in a general concept, right. If you were to take this approach with like anything else, right. Like working out, right? like if you walk into the gym and every day you should do a different exercise, like randomly, you know, the people would be looking at you like crazy. Like, well, you don't have like a plan. You're, you're not sticking to something, right? Like every, every other aspect of life, right. You have at least somewhat of a plan, right. Okay. I'm going to do this every time, whether it's your personal finances, you know, your, your gym, you know, even your relationships, right? You're like, okay, I'm going to hang out with my friends every Friday, right? But then when it comes to hunting for a job, all of a sudden it's just, you're throwing darts at, you know, a bullseye. And, and how come, like, how come that's not the same thing? So when you uh, provide this thing, it made sense as a general concept. So I was like, okay, yeah, that makes sense. You should be focusing and you should be, you know, targeting the companies you like. You should be, um, you know, really honing in on a certain um, area and not only just honing in, but putting that extra effort. Um, and that's not just, okay, I'm just gonna plan online. I'm gonna try and reach out. I'm gonna try and, you know, uh, tailor my resume. I'm gonna try and maybe add a cover letter. And so that made so much more sense to me as a general concept. And then as I did it more, it made even more sense because I realized all of the things that unlock is just increasing your probabilities basically every single time you tailor your resume, every single time you reach out, right? All of a sudden, instead of trying to do a, one, a bunch of 1%, you have like a lot of like maybe 50%. And I like those odds way more. Um, so I felt like that was definitely our strategy. And so walk, walk, walk me through how you executed the strategy. Like walk me through like kind of like what you learned, your biggest takeaways and how were you executing and how you ended up getting your job. So what I did is I looked at the companies that I want to be a part of. 
And um, for me, this was actually a bit of a hard look because uh, initially a lot of engineers, they're pretty drawn to the military sector. There's nothing wrong with that. If you go there, I have a bunch of friends at Pratt & Whitney. That's great for you. But I just couldn't see myself waking up, working on that. It just, it, it didn't really appeal to me. Um, so so the, the area actually I kind of targeted was the healthcare sector. I did um, have an internship before, you know, at the refrigerator. I just, I like the healthcare field. I've, I've got a family in healthcare. So I was like, this seems like to where I'm passionate about. And I realized like, if I'm going to areas where I'm passionate about, not only will I be more motivated to, to look for these jobs and communicate and reach out, but when I'm in interviews, it's probably going to show. If you're in an interview and you're kind of half about the job, it, it's going to show. But if you're really, if you're really passionate about the job and what the company does, you know, and having those values aligned, it's going to show. So I targeted companies like Thermo Fisher, companies like Johnson & Johnson. And I looked at kind of mostly health companies. I think I had a few also uh, data companies in there because that's another passion of mine. But I was like, these are the companies I want to go for. These are the roles I really want to look for. Once I had those kind of companies down, then I went on LinkedIn and I was like, okay, I need to find people. I need to find people who work here, reach out and make that personal connection. And that makes so much more sense. It's so much easier to talk to a person, communicate with a person than trying to work with a robot, right? It's almost kind of like if you're calling, uh, calling customer service and you have like the automated machine and you're just like trying to press buttons and get there and, and you know, you eventually you're just like, I just want to talk to a person and because it's, it's going to be so much faster. It's the same thing, right? You talk to a person, they understand where you're coming from, you're understanding where you're coming from, and then you can actually have some mutually beneficial things. Because if they're reaching out saying, man, we really have to hire people, and you're like, hey, I fit everything, you know, here's the value you can provide. They're like, oh, this is, you know, it, it just, it makes everything easier for everyone, as long as you're willing to put the effort. It's kind of the thing is that like, if you're willing to take an extra step, it takes you a whole another mile. Yeah, and I think about it like, here's the problem that the internet really does. The problem is that the internet has made it very easy for you to apply online. And so it's made it very easy for you to have access to like a million jobs. So you can theoretically apply to a million jobs within a couple of months because like you're literally sometimes even one click applications, but because it's so easy for you to apply, it's very easy for everybody else to apply. And so the internet made it easy for you to apply to get access to all these jobs and apply for jobs. But at the same time, the internet has made it hard for you to stand out. And really one of the things I preach all the time is the visibility is more important than ability when it comes to getting your first job. Because there, we all know, I mean, if we look around, anybody listening to this can, can think of people who you probably are more talented with, that you might think that you're more talented with, that have gotten a job or have gotten something. You're like, how did that happen? Well, it's because they had the visibility that you need it. And so... That is the key here. And so by going the extra mile, by doing more than just submitting your application online, which is what 99% of all other applicants are doing, you're really going to gain that visibility and stand out. And if you can do multiple things like, you know, create a custom resume, uh, the more you do like create a career portfolio or what I talk a lot about creating a potential proof document or a potential proof project, um, connecting and networking with the decision makers and the recruiters and the people who work on the company, all those things add up. And if you stack them on top of each other, your odds are dramatically, like dramatically increased. What, what was your perspective and your experience? So um, I uh, had reached out to, um, I reached out to a few people and I was getting some kind of responses, some kind of lukewarm. And then um, I remember one thing, advice was, you know, like create some content and uh, make some posts. And I, I actually, my first post was something super simple because I am not, a very uh I don't, I don't really like social media since i don't post very, very much if you look at my instagram i have like 10 posts over like years and years but i was like you know what this is what i gotta do and I, it's, it's a super simple post 
I think it was something like, I'm just looking for a job, here's, you know, here's my details. And I remember like after I made that post, um, I went and I was, I was getting my hair cut, um, all COVID safe, messed up. And I came back and I remember getting, uh, getting a message and looked and it was from like my old boss saying like, hey, um, you know, we, we have this position available. You know, like, like uh, I don't know if you're interested in it, but some, uh, if you are, like, this might be something like, just reach out to me or reply to it. And I was like, oh, wait, I, I, I posted like the day of and just hours later. And I was like, oh my, like, I was like, that visibility thing is so true, right? Like they, they clearly, um, you know, this is a company that I had interned for and I had applied for, but I did all this stuff online. And they probably just were like, you know, whoever's at HR, I was like, oh, you know, just another application, no big deal. But once you make that visibility and make that known that, hey, like, this is what I'm looking for. This is the value I can provide, right? Then all of a sudden, you know, the, the hiring managers and, you know, old bosses are like, oh, wow, look at this. And on top of that, um, I also got actually uh, another offer from uh, a Johnson, uh, Johnson & Johnson. I didn't end up going for that, um, that offer. Nothing wrong with them. They're a great company. Who knows? I might work with them down the line. Um, but the fact that, like, within just that day, I got one offer from, you know, my old company, I got another offer just a few days later. I was like, wow, just this visibility, you know, promotes so much. And for me, like it was just one post. I think there's a little bit of luck, right? Like, okay. Yeah. I definitely, like I had the, the previous connection, right. With my internship company. So it might not be just instant one post, but there are many other people who like make a series of posts. And the next thing, you know, I kind of was job line up. I think there are two mentees within your program right now who've been making a serious post. One's an engineer and one's working in I think data science and they've been like they've been consistently posting about once a week and this isn't like crazy things like it's just like small little projects or hey you know I'm just looking for this and like you know next week it's like oh I'm hired and I'm just like wow like visibility is yeah I, I honestly it's more important it's, it reminds me of like the same thing of like selling yourself like no matter how good you are if you can't sell yourself you're, you're basically like you're worthless like, in an interview if you can't talk about your skills it's it doesn't matter if you are a wizard at what you do. And I, I think that really speaks to all the people out there, especially I'd say in those tech fields, right? Like if you're in the tech field, right, you probably focus a lot on increasing your technical skills. And I was doing the same thing when I came to you, I think, right? I was just yeah. working on coding languages. Like, okay, I just need to beef up this, I need to beef up this. Instead of being like, no, I just need to talk to people. And it's that really that human factor, I think, that really just takes you to the next level. Hey, Daniel here. Before we get to the second half of this episode, I wanted to share with you Ashley's story and how she got her dream internship at Disney. Enjoy. Hey, everybody. I'm Ashley, and I'm currently a guest experience management intern at Walt Disney World. And quite honestly, uh, I wouldn't be here if it weren't for joining the Mastering College to Career Academy. Before the Academy, I had a pretty good plan on where to go but i didn't know how to get there so thanks to joining the academy and going through all the content and just engaging with daniel and you know and himself on linkedin and everything i was able to build up the courage basically build up my resume and just apply for this amazing program that i'm a part of right now um it, what's amazing is that i get to park every single day right next to um the tron construction so i get to see all of that in action um, being a management intern and it's so great I absolutely love it and I recommend that you join as well so you can be a part of something great that's gonna help with your career and it's less than even a class like a college credit so definitely you get your money's worth uh, so please do it and just go out there and get your dream internship and or job 
If you want me to help you reach your career goals, just contact me. And now let's get back to the rest of the show. What you said right there is it's like it, what you just said in the last couple of minutes when you were speaking, it's, it's amazing because it is the biggest mistake that I see STEM students make. They think that they need one more certification because like generally speaking, right, I'm very generalizing here, but most students that go into STEM are, are very brilliant, smart individuals. And they are, you know, they value education. Education is great and you need to have a good GPA if you're in STEM, like you, you, because that's a big indicator of can you do the job. But you don't need an extra certification. You don't need a master's. And when you have a master's, you don't need a PhD to get those jobs. A lot of times what you're missing is the visibility and building your personal brand around the jobs that you're trying to get. And so to your example is, yeah, you apply for the job online. You had already done an internship, so you had the relationships, but you went through the system, right? You applied online and you had no traction because your resume got lost in the applicant tracking system. But because you decided to make a post, right? Then your old boss saw it and then you were top of mind. Now, are we going to say that anybody that creates a post on their first post are going to get a job offer? No, that's not realistic. That, it, you know, that, you know, that definitely there's an element of luck in everything that we do, but I think luck, you can create your own luck. And how do you create your own luck by gaining more visibility? And how do you gain visibility is by creating content and engaging with other people's content by building your, your, your profile. I am 100% sure that before your boss even replied to your mess or send you a message, he checked out your profile. Oh, he did. I noticed right. it. He, he, he looked at my profile and he added me on LinkedIn before he sent me the message. Yeah. And that, that was also, uh, sorry. No, go ahead. Yeah. yeah. I, I had initially like, like I had like a relatively basic profile, but I remember I was like, okay, I need to beef up my profile and not in the, let's add 10 certificates in the, let's make this personal. Like, let's show this me. And, you know, I think when he looked at that and he was like, oh, wow, like I, I'm starting to remember what, you know, um, what he did for us. And so, you know, making, having that little personal branding, having all those little touches like that's, what goes a long way and it's, it's I think it's it was really it was really hard for for me because I was like wow like it's not about okay I need another SQL you know course I need another uh this tech thing I was like no you just you need to market yourself and it's not that those things are bad right like if you don't have those things then okay well yeah you probably need it but I'd say the most most STEM students most engineering students right you have the technical qualification right it's just the visibility and even as like an engineer right now what makes me I, I consider a good engineer isn't necessarily my technical skills. It's my ability to communicate. So that's something I've been focusing on, something I've been developing. It isn't the fact that I can you know, work through Oracle really quickly. Because most engineers will probably be able to do what you do in terms of a technical basis. It's what can you do outside that technical basis? And that applies to the job seeking to a whole nother level. Yeah, I know. And that is so important. And look, it's also important to understand what, are, what do you need for the jobs that you're applying for, right? Because a lot of times we're just getting random certifications or we're learning random things because we think we need them. But if you're applying to 100 companies, each one of those companies are looking for something different and they might require different certifications or different programming languages, whatever that might be, right? And so the key, when, when I have you guys, when I say sniper approach is better than a shotgun approach, the reason is because if you're targeting 10 to 15 companies and you can clearly understand what those companies are looking for, then you can see if you might, maybe you do need some certification that is completely required for the, for the job that you don't. But if it's not, then I, I would say invest that time for the meantime into building your personal brand, getting the visibility, 
building the relationships. Once you get the job, I still want you to have a successful career. And then you, you kind of restart the, the whole process again and say, okay, what do I need to be successful in this job? And then do like what, what I have you do in the program, create a SWOT analysis, which is in week one and say, what are your strengths? What are your weaknesses, threats and opportunities? And if you have a lot of shortcomings, then you need to build them up and you can do that. And then as you've been in your role for you know a year to a year and a half, two years, you can say, okay, what is the next role that I want to do? Okay, what, again, goes back to the same process, start all over and analyze, what do I need to accomplish? What, what do I need to do to get promoted? What are the skills that I need? Soft and technical skills. Do I have them? If not, how do I build them? And so great, great takeaway because I would tell you from my experience, 90% of the time, 95% of the time, you do not need another certification to get the job. That is not the reason why you're not getting the job. It always, always comes down to visibility. And so, so glad that you saw it and experienced it and becoming top of mind. Like if you can share with your network, your top 10 companies, look, maybe you don't have the relationship with them before. Maybe you didn't do an internship, but someone in your connections do right? There's the odds that someone does, especially if you are in, um, like, where are you located? Like you're in um, Massachusetts, correct? Uh, I was in Massachusetts, although currently I'm in um, Pennsylvania right now in uh, Pittsburgh. Okay. So what, let's say that you went to, so I'm in Orlando, Florida. And if a lot of the students that are live in Orlando, go to the university of central Florida. Now central Florida has like a handful of big companies. So you have like Disney world, you have Lockheed Martin. So most students go to Lockheed Martin or they go to the space coast, like, which is like an hour away where all the space companies have um, offices. So like um, Raytheon has offices, SpaceX has offices, um, NASA, NASA's there. So anything like that. Right. Well, if, if you are like, if you are in an area and you want to stay in your city, you clearly know what those companies are looking for. And someone in your family either works there or knows someone that works there and can help you get that warm connection. Right. What I really want to stress from this episode is to make sure that you're not just applying online and that's it. Like you have to do more than just that. What are some final pieces of advice that you have for listeners? I would say, um, we talked about, you know, visibility of talking about marketing, yourself, talking about personal branding. Those are all, uh, all really important. Um, I'd say like, while you're doing this, right, you, you're going to, you're going to got to discover some things about yourself. Right. And it's a bit of a, especially at least, you know, during that pandemic time, I think a lot of people probably were having like a lot of introspection moments. Right. And I think the the job, you know, the job seeking just kind of amplified that more. Right. I would say like, it's, it will be tough at moments. Right. And you will feel discouraged and that's okay to feel that like in the moment, just understand that like, uh, like we talked before, right. Like, like, yeah, there is a bit of luck element to this, but if you do, if you go the sniper approach and you do this, the luck just dramatically decreases and it goes from being, okay, I need like a little bit of luck to, it's just a matter of time. Yeah. You know, before it, it, it was, I think the process was way more heavily reliant on just applying everywhere. But once you, once you sniper it down, it's just a matter of time before you, you, you know, you find a connection that, that works because you're just, your, your odds are so much better. So, and I think this way also is less demoralizing because when you apply online, right, you get a, you know, oh, you know, we liked your application, but uh, too bad, right? And that's, yeah, that's, <laughs> Which, it's, it's the worst thing. You're like, can, can you at least tell me? But oftentimes I feel like if you were to get rejected this way, right, the recruiter might reach out to you a little bit, right? And they might go, hey, you know what? We really liked you, you know, uh, but you, you know, you're quite not right, quite not the right fit. Actually, funny enough, when I, um, when I applied for that job, 
uh, it was actually it was a little bit a little bit higher. I think it was like an engineer level two position. I was a little confused at first because I was like, you know, I'm, I'm just fresh out of college here. I'm not sure if that's what I'm looking for. But I was like, you know what? You know, he asked me to apply, so I did apply to it. And I actually didn't get the engineer level two position, but they liked me in the interview so much. They're like, hey, we'd like to consider you for you know like the the, the, the engineer one position. So if you even even if you get rejected, if you do all the steps and you get into that interview. And I remember you actually gave me a lot of confidence going to the interview because I was like a little worried. I was like, they want all these technical skills. I don't know if I have these technical skills. And you were like, don't worry about that. Like, like you're stressing yourself out too much. You know, you just, you have to go and you, they, they picked you for a reason. Like, they're not going to just sit there and reach out to you, tell you to hire for this, you know, we want you for this position. And then, you know, just say no, like you're there for a reason. And so I was like, yeah, you're right. And so I went and I felt way more confident with that and, uh, knowing that, you know, I think I, I was a lot better in that interview because I, I felt confidence, even though I was like, you know what, I may not have everything, but I have enough. And that's important, right? You have enough wherever you are right now, you probably have enough technically. You just need that visibility. You need to walk into the interview with that confidence. And I remember they're like, we don't want you for the engineer uh, two, but uh, we'd like to consider you for engineer one. And I was like, I'm, I'm more than happy with that. And so <laughs> then I, I accepted that job and now I'm here. So you know, go, go in with confidence and the, the, the best will happen with that. If you go in with that kind of lukewarmness, then you can't, you, you can't expect to, can't expect the best result. No, I think that's some excellent advice because you have to, a lot of times we have to put ourselves in the company's shoes and understand why they do what they do, right? If they're bringing you in for an interview and they're going to have two or three people interview you, how much is it costing them to interview you, right? There's always a cost associated with everything a company does. And if they're taking an hour of two or three senior engineers time, quantify that, right? It's a couple hundred dollars that they're, they're investing at minimum to interview you. So they wouldn't be setting up an interview if they had already not thought you can do the job, technically speaking, right? And so generally when they're doing more of the interview, it's, it's more about, are you going to be a good fit for the team, right? Are you going to be a good cultural fit? And so walk in there, be yourself, because I, what I don't want is for you to fake yourself through the interview, because what you're going to fake yourself throughout your whole career. Like that's not fair to you. That's not fair to the company. And so I really like that advice and, and really walking in with confidence and, and knowing that I really do believe that, it, that you should be interviewing the company just as much as they interview you, because ultimately you'll be spending more time at work than you will be doing anything else. And so why not make sure that you do something that you love with a company that you love with people that you love? I think that's important. Yeah, absolutely. I would, I would ask your interviewer as many questions as, as many good questions as you can think of. Don't, don't feel afraid. You know, when the end they're like, you have any questions? Ask, ask away. Ask yeah. away. Yeah, no, definitely. You should never say, no, I don't have any questions. By you not having any questions, it is not a sign of you doing diligent work. It is a sign of not being prepared. So definitely, definitely ask at minimum three questions. Um, obviously, be cautious of the time and we respect all of their time, but definitely ask a couple of questions. So um, thank you. Thank you again, man. Thank you so much for trusting me and joining the mentoring program. I'm so glad that you got in the value, that you ultimately got the job that you wanted with the company that you wanted. And thank you for coming here and sharing your, your, your story and your journey with other students that, you know, right now might be feeling extremely overwhelmed, concerned about their future. Um, and look, regardless if you decide that you, the mentoring program is for you or not and you're listening to this, just take this advice and run with it. Really, like you can execute this. Um, and so I just want to encourage everybody listening to have the confidence to, if, to change your approach if it's not working and you've applied to hundreds of companies and you're not hearing back 
then change your approach and, and just listen to the advice we share on this episode. So thank yeah. you so much. Any last words? Uh, thank you for having me. I appreciate you know everything you guys in the community has done. You know, if you're out there, right, and you're you're grinding on those online applications, switch it up, and uh, I think I think you'll have a lot more success. So thank you, my friend. Thank you so much for everybody listening, and catch you guys all on the next episode. All right, my friend. Congratulations for making it all the way to the end of the podcast in the age of short attention span. This speaks volumes of you. So now, if you found value in this episode, then I am sure you're going to find value in the Mastering College to Career Academy. So if you want to learn more a little bit about that academy, go to masteringcollegetocareer.com or just send me a message. Thank you so much for listening and catch you guys all on the next episode.